Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Tuesday morning. All right, Cardinals Nation, pack it up. It's over. Wayno got his 200th win. Now we we can go home. The season's done. <laughs> and on top of that, it was against the Brewers, which I think was fitting for him to get that 200 against Milwaukee. And a typical Adam Wainwright victory, one to nothing is Hell the final yeah. score. I'll tell you what he did. He's made a heck of a turnaround here in the last, I'm going to say, last three weeks. He was getting shelled at midseason. Folks, absolutely shelled. Couldn't get out of the first or second inning, just blasted away because I think he determined that he couldn't get anybody out with his volume anymore. He didn't have the fastball. So to see the change that he made is is very encouraging to a lot of folks. You have to make changes all your life. And he did toward the end of his career. Now, he knew he was retiring, but he also knew he could change his style, and he did. He pitched a lot of off-speed breaking pitches. They didn't break quite as much as big old Uncle Charlie, that curveball that went down in the dirt that had everybody going after it. He used to amass a large number of strikeouts. He decided, hey, what's the purpose in that? Let the defenders through the game. Last night, he struck out, I think, only four Milwaukee Brewers. They only got five hits or six hits. They got six hits off him, but he shut them out. He and the relief corps shut them out. The one run, and this, is this poetic justice? Wilson Contreras, a home run, the catcher, controversial catcher. Wainwright was never one to pick on uh, Contreras. It was the other guys who said, he's not calling the game right, and so forth and so on. Anyway, he hits a home run in the fourth inning and then made it stand, one nothing, 200 victories. Only Jesse Haynes back in the 1920s and Bob Gibson were the ones to have more uh, than 200 uh, victories. And now Adam Wainwright joins that crew. Uh, is it Major League Baseball Hall of Fame material? Yes, yeah, it in. is. Uh, certainly Cardinals. And he will be in there in the next, uh, well, I don't remember what their regiment is. It may be five years, but whatever. He steps down at the end of this year, and it's been a great career. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. I love Wayno. All right, I was just kidding. Don't pack up your Cardinals stuff just yet because the Springfield Cardinals are in the playoffs tonight. Game time is what, 6 6 630. 6.30. Hammonds Field, let's fill the place. Weather's going to be beautiful. Be, and and, and it's, it's a good time, too, because the Cardinals have not made a consistent uh, part of their career here in Springfield by being in the playoffs. It's the first time in a number of years they've been in, and this is great. Now, it's a three-game series, best of three, so the Cardinals play tonight in Springfield, tomorrow night in Little Rock. That is definite. And then the third game, if necessary, would be in Little Rock again. If the Cardinals win, and I think they have a great chance of doing that because they're playing pretty good baseball, then they would play again next week. Same formula. One game here on a Tuesday night, and then the other two on the road, wherever that might be. So, but it's fun. It's it's postseason, and the players get a little taste of what postseason plays all about. And they get a little bit of uh, bonuses a t- in their A check. little bit. A yeah. little bit of money. It's not a great amount. Well, no, because they're in the minors. But at the same time, <laughs> a little bit of something. All right, so... One of the things that's always perplexed me personally is the fact that the Tampa Bay Rays have had a pretty consistently good ball team for the last five to, yeah, let's say five years. Okay? Oh, more than that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying just just for argument's sake, five years, really consistently good. But yes, as, as really, if you look at the last decade, they've been consistently good. But no one goes to watch them. So why in the hell would the ownership say, you know what? It's not, it's not the, the city. It's not the crowd. It's the stadium. Let's build a new one. <laughs> that'll bring them in. Do you really think that'll work? We are going to find out because they're going to announce plans today for a new stadium, which I suspect is going to be in St. Petersburg and probably pretty close to where they are right now. Now, the 
Tropicana Field, which used to be called the Suncoast Dome, I remember when it came into being. And it was certainly one of the great godsends for that part of the country. Well, it didn't turn out to be all that good because it's limited, number one, in capacity, and number two, apparently not in an easily accessible locale. There's the key right there. I think the new stadium that they're going to announce today will be much more easily accessible. And the fan, now apparently, and this is just a guess, uh, it's a, only going to be about a 30, 31, 32,000 seat stadium. That doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you're Playing in an area like St. Petersburg, which is a haven for <coughs> us old folks, thank you. Well, how often do they go to games? You play to where you are, and you build to where you are. So I think that's what the Rays are going to do, and hopefully this will be a magic formula for them because they are a very good team and a very good franchise that flies greatly under the radar. Yeah, no one ever talks about them, but you know what will be funny is if uh, they build, they sit on this money-building stadium and then everyone starts showing up and they start to stink. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> Talk about an ungodly amount of money. Patrick Mahomes just reworked his contract to get a buttload of what he's owed in his contract over the next few years, but I think this might have been done to kind of help alleviate the cap situation. There are reasons why it was done, and I must admit to you, I'm not mathematically astute enough to figure out what they're going to do, but in more than anything else, it, it's not a new contract. It's a reworked contract. In other words, he, he signed for $451 million over uh, until 2031, and that's that remains the same. It's how he's getting it. It's different now. He is going to get as much as $52 million a year until 2026, and then the contract gets revisited again. Now, what that means, who knows? But it may be done to create some cap space, maybe to allow the Chiefs some room to be able to negotiate with, with Chris Jones. I, I would I doubt that, but that's always a possibility. You have to remember now the Chiefs have other players they need to sign too who are very important to their scheme of things. It isn't just one player. But we'll have to wait and see. Regardless of that, Mahomes, um, again, he's not making any more money. It's being distributed to him in such a way now that he'll get $52 million a year until 2026. I believe he can probably live on that just a little bit. Yeah, or the State Farm <laughs> commercials or the Subway commercials or just pick whatever other commercials he's doing and endorsements he's got. He's going to do just fine. Um, and I'm glad that he continues to prove that it's about the team and not about the money. We are very lucky to have 15. He has, to my knowledge, never, now this is to our knowledge, we're down here 180 miles away, but to our knowledge, never complained about what he's getting nor his contract. Never, now, and you will never hear that either, I guarantee you, because that's the type of guy he is, and if I'm wrong, then I'm probably just going to have to go find a shovel. All right, um, yesterday another doubleheader for Monday. Uh Interesting games, but you got to feel bad for old Chubb. He gone. That Nick, was awful. Nick Chubb is out probably for the year, and who knows? This was a very serious knee injury that he suffered. Chubb is the premier running back for the Cleveland Browns, who lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers 26-22. And Chubb, I, I really, Mike, I have to say, disliked this statement, but there's really no other way to say it. Carted off the field. It almost sounds like he's a piece of beef being carted off to the whatever. Uh, he was taken off with a cart, and it's a knee injury, and it's a rather significant knee injury, so significant that ESPN refused to show the replay of it. Absolutely. After it happened, that was, yeah, it, was, it reminded me of the Alex Smith situation. Probably it was, it's along those same lines. It's not a fracture. Well, I don't know. It may be a fracture, but regardless of that, 
uh, Chubb is going for the season and who knows how much longer. All right, the final score was Pittsburgh 26, Cleveland 22. And in the other game, the New Orleans Saints went into Charlotte and knocked off the Carolina Panthers 20-17. I still think Carolina, while they aren't the strongest of teams, they're going to be a little bit better as the season goes on. After all, folks, we've only played two games now, and there's a lot still to be determined. Nonetheless, you got the two victories last night. The Saints and the Steelers are the winners. I'll tell you who didn't win, me and my fantasy league. Two weeks in a row, I'm 0-2 right now, Ned. It's going to be a long season if I can't get my stuff together. But it's kind of hard when one of the top receivers in the league, <clears throat> Chase, doesn't score more than 10 points in a game. Maybe you should stop calling people elves and work on your karma and help me win some games instead of that stuff, moron. All right, I'm off my soapbox. That's a kind of a mess they got up there at Michigan State right now. Oh, oh. It, is this a university that star-crossed? First of all, they had the doctor uh, several years ago who's in prison probably for the rest of his life with mistreating female athletes, and we don't need to go into that. Now it's the football coach, Mel Tucker, who's not a new, not a kid and been around coaching for quite a while. He is suspended without pay and has been notified that he will be fired within the next seven days unless he can show positive proof as to why he should not be fired. Tucker is involved in a sexual assault, but I think this is more verbal than it is physical as such, and a rape uh, situation in which the individual involved is an activist in the East Lansing area. And I don't know what Tucker did, I don't know anything about it, but whatever it is, the university felt it was necessary to suspend him for a period of time and investigate, and now they have said, Mel, you're out without pay. There's not going to be any pay involved unless you can show us in the next seven days reasons why we should not do that. That's tantamount to saying you going, you out of here. Michigan State's football team is in just absolute disarray. They got shelled last week, but by Washington. Washington's a good team. How they can recover from this with an interim coach and with all this going on, and you know the media is up there. They're talking about this and not the football situation. That's the way the media works these days. Be that as it may, that's a, a, a really difficult circumstance for the folks in East Lansing. It was, uh, it's a, you know, it's a tough situation. Um, but just from a fan's perspective, the Spartans were starting to come on in the last few years, starting to be kind of a, a team to reckon with, and now that's all gone. You know, Mike, this is many, many years ago, but I can remember Michigan State under Duffy Darty back in the mid-1960s when they had Bubba Smith and they had a whole, a, Jimmy Ray was their quarterback, a whole Oh, just a ray. Are we talking about the same Bubba Smith from the Police Academy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, he was yeah. a star God, player yeah. on that team at Michigan State. Michigan State was a, a, a national force. I remember their game with Notre Dame, and it's been like it, 1966. And Notre Dame was, uh, I think, number one and number two. And they played in East Lansing, big crowd, captured the nation's attention on television, ended in a 10-10 tie. And I can remember the article in Sports Illustrated. Notre Dame went for a tie, had a minute to go, didn't go for the win. They went for the tie. This was uh, their coach at the time, Ara Parsegian. And Sports Illustrated, tie one for the Gipper. (laughs) 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 Anyway, that's getting off the point. Michigan State was really, really good, and now they have folded. Uh, my mom actually got a chance to meet old Bubba Smith back in the day, too. She tells that story probably once a year, and again, Police Academy movies. Forget about it. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.